Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, sports fans, to another show of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home on the road, in the air, or in the water, do you believe? We have a great show for you guys today. It's Toss and myself recapping NFL Week 1, so buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stride. Pitch your free throws because they have three. So 364 coming hot at you guys and so 363. And I'm joined on this one by Alex Tossing the Rock What do you think of this? So 365? Yeah, which means we've done a year's worth of episodes. Podcasts, yeah, that's correct. Wow. Should we do something well, for Well, technically not, actually. I know. We've done we'll so have much. to get to whatever 24 times 365 is to do that that would be the actual how many normally for averaging each show at an hour yeah yeah which we have quite a ways to go yeah it's very true 20 what is that 365 times two what is it 730 and then and then times the times another four Quick maths. I don't know. I'm too. Normally, I'm, I'm not in the mood. We'd for rely maths. on Nikki I'd... Snacks Kreider for the quick maths. Would we? Is he good at math? I feel like you're you're the best mental math guy. Actually, you're yeah. the stat junkie. Yeah. We Nick I and so I are just, at... we're just athletes. We've hit our head too many times. Where now you know our brains don't work. No, quite but there's like certain. I feel like if you and I put our brains together. Yeah. I feel like we would have gotten a twenty four hundred on the SAT. Because my vocabulary sucks. And yours is good. I think that a lot of <laughs> I think that a lot of 26-year-old individuals yeah if you threw them back to their 15 16-year-old selves not to say they would have got a 2400 cuz that's some people are just elite test takers um were you good? I uh, solid good test taker standardized specifically standardized test yeah. takers right that's a, kind of a differentiation between um just your normal algebra test but who knows I certainly think that majority of mid twenty year olds would fare better than they did in their late teens. Fare better. Hmm. I think I'm curious. I'm not gonna do. Oh, maybe just. Oh, maybe if they're just plucked off the street and thrown into the. Like, if you give me the prep time. I I feel like even with the math that those tests have, the SAT specifically and the ACT, it's not super tricky. There's like one that's tricky in the whole thing. But most of it was just like quantitative reasoning, really, rather than like strict mathematical formulas that you've learned in geometry. Either way, Nick is not currently here. The reason why he's not here is because the Chargers won and he is absolutely elated. And his new girlfriend is a Saints fan and she's then they're celebrating together. Yes. Remember when you and Nick wouldn't be there and we would make up reasons and we would like there's people out there that think he's in the hospital. (laughs) That was too far. Right. That was good times. He's like shaving his head right now to look like Justin Herbert did last year when yeah. he shaved his head. Nice. Very nice. Uh, well, speaking of the Saints and Chargers, teams that impressed you, teams that depressed you. Um, depressed me? No, yeah. one, no one depressed me. No one depressed you? The Packers depressed me. I was not. That was depressing, the Packers. Yeah, I mean, I picked, them, all around. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. I'm not 
particularly worried about them. Well, no, you can't be. I'm definitely not super surprised because I'm. I was also very high on the Saints, and I think they're a really good team. And I think Jameis provides a different look at quarterback. He, he's obviously he's more mobile than Drew Brees was last year, and they're working in Taysom really well. They've got Alvin Kamara, who again we we all picked to be our offensive player of the year. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up as that. He's just a fantastic uh, running back and also receiver. And they actually have, I don't know, their 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 scheme was really, really well done today. They just like... And they held on to the football for a damn long time. And Aaron Rodgers really didn't get many chances. And when he did, he was kind of up against the ropes. They ran the ball a lot. That kid Tony Jones Jr. got to play. A lot, yeah. A lot. Jameis threw for five touchdowns, but he's... Only Less than 150 yards. yards. Which is crazy. Yeah. So it's not like he was spectacular here. He was good. Like, he he finished when he had to finish, and he didn't turn the ball over, which for Jameis is like... Yeah, he game-managed, but he made the throws in the red zone, and he hit a guy for a deep ball, showed us that he has that in his back. But he's always had that in his back. The thing, the key right. point is the game-managing situation. Like, he's never been able to game-manage in his life. Right. The fact that he was able to do that is great. Yeah. Well, they won the game... On both sides of the line, which is crucial in, in any key. NFL game. I, well, I'm a, you you kind of came at me and said their other cornerback's good. I'm pushing back on it. Lattimore's fantastic. Clearly got paid right after the game was over. Their defensive line's incredible. Yeah, even with losing Hendrickson. Yes. He was a benefactor of playing opposite Cam Jordan. Right. Davenport is, by and large, could be better than him. Awesome, yeah. I was, and I'll get to that Hendrickson guy in a second, I guess because of his team, because that was another team I was impressed by. Yeah. Um, and then, or maybe I was just depressed by the whole NFC North. Could well, let's just stay. Or. Let's. I'm stay gonna stay. In the I'm NFC's, not gonna get side. Let's stay in the NFC South. So we've got the Bucks and the Saints, which I think it's gonna be a two-headed race this entire season. I think the uh, Saints defensively. I'm not saying that. The, I think the Bucks are a better team. Yeah. But I do think the Saints are going to to win a lot of games. They're gonna be better. They're gonna be closer to what you thought than what I thought. I'll say that. I'm um, week one gut check. They're the reaction. second best team in that division. Yeah, because I don't think the Panthers are there yet. I want them to be. This will be a real test for us because we've always been high on Darnold. Yep. And I think that in this first game, he made some throws. He hit Robbie Anderson deep. Mm-hmm. McCaffrey was great. He had a lot of checkdowns to McCaffrey, which is right in McCaffrey's wheelhouse. Obviously, he's a do it all back. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't particularly impressed with the kind of. You know, you're you're facing the team that wronged you, right? You're facing the Jets. I know they've got Salah. They don't have Adam Gase anymore, mm-hmm. but they've replaced you with this rookie quarterback. You got to go. You got to go whoop that team. The, yeah. Here's my thing. And, and the rookie quarterback Zach Wilson started the game off in a not good place. He made a lot of mistakes at the beginning, mm-hmm. and the Panthers didn't take advantage of it. Well, that team as a whole is not good, and I'm and I'm like I'm adamant about that. They hit Mims on one deep ball. I still think I still think they have to figure out how to use him. Corey Davis better than maybe we thought, um, but their run game abysmal, and we knew that was going to be the case. With any right. of a rookie quarterback, it's already a problem. Say what you will about the Jaguars not being so great Sunday, like Etienne's out, and that was like their big guy. They're supposed to have a two-headed race with him and Robinson, who's still good in his own right. Now with the NFC South, I think I still I still need to see the Saints. We saw them do it last year. They blew out the Bucks, and the Bucks go on to win. So is this, by and large, time to hit the panic button? Not even close. Packers have no, some serious issue. The offensive line, offensive line looks terrible. Right, and Bakhtari really is obviously not there, but he won't be back until like week five or six, so yep. you got to figure it out. Absolutely. I think the Panthers 
can will continue to get better. I think the Bucks. I think that Cowboys team is good. I agree. And that's a tough test for the Bucks. I don't think it was like the Bucks looking badly. I don't think anybody thinks that either. No. I think everyone thinks by and large it's a good Cowboys team, and that Bucks team was a good test for them. But they took care of business. The Saints were excellent defensively. Obviously, Payton's a masterful head coach. I mean, they, they trounced game. the Packers. It was embarrassing. I was, right. It was depressing. Yeah. And the Panthers, they, they won. But what I'm saying is, for how many weapons they have on the offensive side of the ball, yeah. for, dar- for them not to score over 20 points against the Jets mm-hmm. is uh, something that I was surprised by and a little bit disappointed by. I'm with you. The, with the, their weapons. The with number... Anderson and Marshall and McCaffrey, obviously. Even his backup, Chuba Hubbard, I know he's a rookie, but he's incredibly talented. And then uh, and DJ the Moore. And DJ Moore. And DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson both had good games. Robbie mm-hmm. Anderson only really had that catch, that touchdown. So I expect him to get more involved. Yeah. Um, well, that's my thing. But I mean, they're the third best team in that division as of as it stands right now because the Falcons got decimated. They suck. Decimated they suck. by the Eagles. They the, suck. The Eagles, who are supposed to be the worst team in the NFC East. And now I'm unsure because I think that that could be the Giants. Well, the Eagles are supposed to be the one of the worst teams in the NFC, period. One of the NFL, period. Right. Kicker all, on all those points. Hubbard didn't even really run him. They right. just threw him in the pass game. I think they'll get better, though. The thing with you go to the Giants and the Falcons, there's just issues across the board. I mean, the Eagles murdered them. The Broncos murdered them. The Broncos, though, we thought would be good. I'm glad Judy's x-rays are negative. Yeah. But even they didn't even use Sutton. Fant's excellent. Melvin Gordon's good. That kid, Javante Williams, is obviously very good. They spent a second-round pick on Melvin Gordon had a 60-yard touchdown. Nick and I looked at each other. Nick, obviously, long-time Chargers fan, still a Chargers fan. Melvin Gordon used to be the Chargers running back for quite some time. I think that might have been the longest run of his career. No, I think he's had one. I remember him having a big it's one. It's been some time, though, well, he's since good. he stretched the field he's like good. He's a good football player. Well, and if you have a, a really, really competent Sound, yeah. guy to share the, the backfield yeah. with, with Jonte Williams, like that's really exciting for them. And and Teddy, can he can hit the checkdowns. He can stretch the field a little bit. A little bit. There was a couple balls where, like, there was one ball where Fant had his, and they look, they won the game, and this is nitpicky. Right. Fant had his guy. He had beaten the whoever was, I was maybe a linebacker that picked him up in coverage or safety, and he had beaten them. Yeah. And he underthrew that ball, and even Fant was like, dude, come on. But Bridgewater, again, like, he wins, Bridgewater wins games. Yeah. Like, he also had a play where he rolled right. He beat the outside rusher. He stopped on a dime and threw it across his body to a guy across the field, and I was incredibly impressed by that pass. They've, they've won the Super Bowl with a broken Peyton Manning and Brock Osweiler. You could win it considerably. Yeah. Could, and he, having Von Miller back, he got a sack, which was exciting. Mm-hmm. It's the, great. Panthers had six sacks in the Jets. I mean, Becton goes out. I was ready. Give me a team that you were. I don't want to you know, hog the depression. So if there was a team that you were really uninspired by, I would love for you to throw it out. That makes me curious to see if we had the same exact slate. I mean, it, yeah, like, it, I want to say the Falcons. But, but like, but we kind of figured they were going to suck, though. It's crazy. I was listening to Simmons do a pod with a, a guy named Peter Schrager who did, yeah. like, a 10-part series with He's great, uh, Sean Schrager. McVay. He really is. They both were so high on the Falcons. I think one of them, I think Schrager picked the Falcons to win his wild card. I mean, I'm not just, it's just crazy the amount of hype and offensively that this team was supposed to have, the firepower, and a new head coach, obviously, um, but there's a new head coach in Los Angeles, right? And Staley, mm. he wins with his first game. Yeah, he's good, though. And <laughs> well, There's a new head coach on the, the Eagles. A lot of new head coaches out. Yeah. I was really impressed, though, by the Eagles. Before we get into who I was really depressed, as you say, or yeah. just really disappointed in, 
I was really impressed by the Eagles because they have a new head coach. Yep. They have so many new pieces on that team. Yep. And they came, they were focused, they were prepared, and they entrusted their offense to Jalen Hurts, and the guy is dynamic. He's an he's a dynamic playmaker and he's a gamer, like you always like to say. Like the he's just best. highly competitive. And because of that, he's he can win them games. You say Teddy Bridgewater can win games, Jalen Hurts can win a team games. And this wasn't even a game where he had to do that. I was really and Miles Sanders looked good and he's healthy. I was really impressed by this Eagles team. Gainwell's a good backup running back, I think. Rookie. Kenneth Gainwell. Yep. Look, Hurts ran for sixty two. Devonta Smith obviously scores in his first game. And you know who else scored today? Jalen Rager. Yep. First round pick last year. Healthy. Everyone's now. Like, healthy. Everyone's like writing him off. Get a new fresh eyes in there. Goddard yeah. scored two. Goddard scored Finally, two. Finally, we, we've got our tight end one, and Ertz can be the backup. He got two catches. He's not full for 34 yards. He's getting involved still. Yeah. I mean, they have weapons. I think defensively, eventually, they'll have some issues. They'll get exploited. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like a Falcons team that we're like, okay, you know what? Like, at least the Falcons would be good offensively, but no, they had no, they, had, they couldn't push the ball down the field. Ryan threw for 35 times and under 200 yards. Would love to see how many times that's happened in his career. Got sacked three times. Couldn't run the ball right. at all. I mean, outside of Patterson. Like that was a quarter old Patterson was a running back today. Right. Like Mike Davis is not is not the guy. He's a backup running back. Hundred percent. And they just like Ridley had a good first drive and that was it. I mean, we'll see like Pitts, we'll see how he gets acclimated. I don't know if they have a guy across from Ridley, which is gonna be an issue. Well, it's supposed to be Pitts, right? I mean, you draft a guy with a top five draft pick, a tight end. It's never been done is before. Is he a tight end? Is he a receiver? You better what be hammering that guy with eight targets in the first game. I mean, that's why you drafted him, right? Yeah. Look and see what like we said, Waddle in Miami, they win, right? He's highly targeted. Chase in Cincinnati. I know that Boyd goes down. Uh, not Boyd. Uh, Higgins. It was Higgins that went down after he scored a touchdown. Chase, highly targeted. I yeah. mean, Devonta Smith, highly targeted. All three of those guys caught touchdowns. They're top 10 picks. They're getting utilized in their young offense where they have to be. And it's the same thing in Atlanta. And Pitts had three catches, I think, for 40 yards, maybe. Um, but it, it wasn't the same. I wonder if they could trade Tyler Boyd for a defensive piece. Like, do they have, like, a real use? I mean, obviously, the depth is great. And Tyler Boyd's good, which yeah. is why I say you could do that. The Vikings are another team I was disappointed, disappointed with. Yeah. You should have beaten that team. I don't think that Bengals team is particularly great. I think they could be good. Like, they could be in some games. Scored 40 points. Bengals? Yeah. Scored 27 points. Wait, what am I? Am I... I think you're thinking of another... Who scored 40 points today? I don't think anyone scored 40 points. Did no one? No one scored 40. I was today. a little off base with I that. I think you were a little off base with that. You were, OT you were game, though. They scored, both teams scored Niners well. scored 41 points. Oh, that was, that was, that was an a, interesting game. That was an interesting game, too. Again, like I don't think God was that I don't think I was super. That game was a lot less interesting than it, than it ended up being at the end of that game. The Lions game? I think got a lot of hype because of the way it was going down. But I think that Bengals game, the issue with the Bengals game, for yeah. me, from a Vikings standpoint. So the Bengals is like, win in OT. They kick a field goal. Just barely goes in, and Joey Burrow is back. He looks confident in the same way that Dak came back from his injury and was looking confident. Mm-hmm. Really impressed with Joe Burrow. Uh, I think he was like 21 for 26. Like, he was good. 20 of 27. Nice. I, have I pulled up in front of me so people don't think I'm yeah. trying to one-do toss. But, uh, yeah, he's right there. Yeah. Thielen, obviously, is excellent. Jefferson, the guy, K.J. Osborne, I kept complaining about the entire game because he was taking like, – Cook fumbles, though, like – there's like little things like you can't have happen if you're the Vikings that happened, unfortunately. Like the same with the like the Patriots, like you know Harris fumble. Like you, turnovers are huge. Fumbles are the worst. 
Like if you throw an interception, there were a ton of week one. There were a ton of dropped passes. Yeah. There were a ton of running backs fumbling the football. Not good. Which uh, Tony Dungy was saying, you know, he thinks that a lot of it is because a lot of these starters weren't playing in preseason games. They weren't getting the the run. So then when you're being thrown into week one, you're not you're you're fresh, yes, but you're not ready, right? And because of that, you make mental mistakes, yeah. like not holding on to the football. Well, I think for Harris, you kind of forget. It takes a second or two for like. To get hit again, right? Like, and Harris is so focused on like I mean Harris. Well, got, he, I, Harris his, played in his his fumble was he was going for extra yards. It was four on one. I really can't. There's a certain point where like can't, but I will. You and can't. I'll say, you can't fault him like that. But Stevenson, who gets popped from behind, not good. Bill, I know you like to use rotations for running backs, but put James White in if you're going to do that. Yeah. Like Stevenson is a rookie. He's he hasn't good, been though. hit by those guys yet. I know. I know, he's he, I know he's a draft pick that you expended capital on, but like you got to be, you got to be really intentional when you do this. I mean, you look at these quarterbacks that came in, Lance and Fields. There's a reason why they were used in a selected amount of plays. Yeah, it's I mean, been, they barely ended up having to use Lance because Garoppolo was so good, and he scored a touch. He did score a touchdown when he was in. Both of them scored touchdowns. I mean, Stevenson had one carry. You know, he had one catch. He wasn't really used that much. They end they end up using James White a lot, which it was is in good. the sec- it was in the second quarter though. Yeah, in yeah. an early series that they used him. It's just like I mean, we fumbled. We had two lost fumbles, but John who fumbled it, the Mac fumbled it. Like guys like fumbled like you know, we had four fumbles total. We lost two. It's like right. you got to hang on to the football. It's a major. It's, it's a major component of the game. Like you can't be fumbling. It's like it's one on one. Like that's like the worst. Like look, hey, if if you go three and out, fine. You know. Something's not working in the game script. You go back to the drawing board. Turnover battle is, is kicker, and you're about to win the game. Like you're going, like your defense is clearly playing well. Like say what you had to, it was good. He wasn't immaculate by any means. He was 16 of 27. He wasn't that great, and they they weren't really running the ball spectacularly. Devonte Park had a couple big catches, and that was it. I mean, the defense is playing fantastic. You're marching down the field. You could kill a little clock. Don't like my the only reason I knock Harris, and I hate to do it because he had a great game through and through. Yeah, just don't play hero ball. Like it's, it, I'll never forget. It was like right. The, you're down one point. You have to know that yes, it would be great if you could get the first down, but you're within dude. field goal range. Oh yeah, you you're on the, the field ten goal, yard you're line. Yeah, yeah, come yeah. on, man. Like don't play. It's like when Ingram, remember when Ingram played? Was it Tech or TCU where Keontae Ingram like is at the one yard line right. and fumbles it? I think it was Tech. Uh, I don't remember TCU because we lost the game. Yeah, yeah, TCU. Yeah. We lose the game. We're talking about Texas football and. Yeah, I mean, you can't play hero ball. I mean, the Patriots. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna give an incomplete to. What about? There was ask, a lot to really be great. Be, be hang your head. At no, high yeah. So I'm, I can't say Patriots I'm, game. I'm Mac not was, impressed or Mac depressed. Was really impressive. Yeah, it's great. It's great. They put him in a position to succeed. A lot of quick releases, getting rid of the ball. That's guys his bread and butter. That's McDaniel's bread and butter. Right. That's that was not Cam Newton's bread and butter. Go watch Brady when he took over the job. Was he immaculate in that first year? No, no, they ran the ball really well, and the defense was fantastic. They so, always ran the ball well. I mean, Brady, you yeah. had a good running game with Brady. I mean, like, look, Brady, why are guys like Welker or Amendola, Hogan, Edelman, these quick titch, quick, you know, twitch guys, like, so good with Tom Brady? Because he gets the ball out at rapid speed. Right. And he gets it on these quick, low routes where no one else can get it. And Mac is a very similar quarterback, so it's kind of a because the offense works. Yeah, I mean, the I, think, offense I, works. I think Tua is a similar guy as well. I think Tua is good. I think like, we were talking. You and I were having, we were in the same boat today. We were talking to one of our buddies on the couch. Like, I thought both of those offenses. I and there was someone on the couch that was like, they bore me sometimes, but they're very specific. And Parker was open because they were running him on great routes, and they were rolling Tua out to his left. 
They were utilizing quick bubble screens to the short side of the field. Like Waddle was a he was a, a key component to this offense's success, which I really like to see. Gasecki caught a pass for first down as a security blanket. Like it's the kind of intangible things that every offense needs to have. And the Patriots were doing the same thing. John was being utilized in the same way. Damian was really efficient in the run. You know, the guys were catching Pat Gaskin looked good. I mean, I liked both of these teams. I thought that was just two not great teams, but two good teams going to work. And the Dolphins defense is, is quite good. They'll be on par with like the Chargers. And I think the Patriots defense is it'll get there. There you I think, I'm not worried about it. It always does. It yeah. always gets better and better. Right. It's a, they're on par with the Chargers. Maybe a little under those two teams. I was I like what the Chargers had because I think that football team is good. They should, they have to be in the market for a quarterback. Sure, Fitzpatrick. I thought really, Heineke looked better than Fitzpatrick though. To for be sure. Well, for what I mean, saw Fitzpatrick, he got knocked out pretty quickly. Right. But Heineke's unfortunate. fine. Unfortunate. Heineke's fine. He's not like the guy though. Right. They should be in the market for a QB. Titans weak showing. I'm like I'm into the Cardinals, and I said I was into the Cardinals. Titans weak showing, by and large. The offensive line, not good. Terrible. Tandem. Swiss cheese. Swiss cheese. And that defensive line of the the, the Cardinals is ferocious. Yeah. J.J. Watt is a huge deal maker, and Chandler Jones is obviously incredibly underrated, and he gets to the quarterback, hit five sacks today. Kyler. That is nuts. I mean, uh, Kyler is, he's... Five sacks. Number one and number two for two early MVP voting. Chandler Jones and Kyler Murray. No, Kyler and Pat Mahomes. Uh, that's my thing. But great segue. Like my thing with the whole Bills situation. I didn't want to say this because you guys were high on them, and it's not like I wasn't high on the Bills because I still think they're going to win the AFC. Yeah, but who did they lose to? They lost to your boys. Yeah, no. yeah, the Steelers. The, the Iron Curtain, baby. I can't get on the bandwagon of, and I know it, you, you guys say my pick of the Chiefs is boring, and it is. But I can't get on the bandwagon of them being able to beat the Chiefs if. They haven't done it. They just haven't done like they know they got to the AFC Championship game, but they didn't get past them. And they come out like this. There's still holes in this team. I know Singletary ran the ball well, so that was a big question mark we had with them. He ran the ball better than he really has ever. But I honestly think that was actually just a byproduct of them not being able to air it out, which is a problem because right. everyone's picking the re- the reason that everyone is picking them to be the AFC got darling. Their defense has gotten better. There's consistency, and they could score forty. Well, because that Steelers. Offense is still good. I mean, Big Ben ain't what it used to be. Clearly, but that they still have Deontay. Well, they couldn't run the ball well, but they but they ended up throwing the ball well. So, but yeah, they put up twenty three points, which is not a boatload of points. But the Steelers have always been a team like that. And one of those points was a special teams touchdown. That's right. So they, they only put up one. yeah they put up sixteen points in that Bills defense. But there were a lot of a lot of critical errors made all across the NFL on Sunday that were specific to special teams mm-hmm. again. The little things, right? We talk a lot about we talk a lot about it on our horns up talking Texas pod with Quan Cosby. That's going to drop on Tuesday. We have a gut wrenching episode to record so tomorrow. Pissed about that. I, I think I'm the, confused more than anything. I think the loss. I if I didn't get to talk to you and about this today, though, I'm more. My honestly, this is sad that this was. I don't even know if it's sad. My why I was so upset by that loss was like I wanted good vibes with Quan at least by week two. F sake. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get into it on that, we'll, podcast. on that podcast. But my yeah, point yeah. being is that the little things are are incredibly critical. Well. You talk about Pittsburgh with the block punt. That's something that is preventable if you have the proper formations when you're punting to protect. Like, they just have elite athletes 
on their defensive side of the ball, and that's why they're able to kind of get an advantage in that situation. But you look in the Cleveland-Kansas City game, if that punter doesn't muff that snap, it's a totally different game. Oh, yeah. give up the ball in their own, you know, on their own 10, and and the next play Mahomes hits Kelsey for a touchdown. You could really only lose. Kicking out, if you take kicking out of it, special teams, you could only lose the game. It, it's like you, you if you make a mistake on special teams, it's going to come back and bite you. Yep. Unless you're up by a lot. Like, the Browns were up by a considerable amount. They were, like, in a, what, 22-10 going into the half? And they yeah. got Yeah, 22-10, and they got outscored by, like, 23-7. to Like, that special teams thing. You can't... It's one of those guys you just can't... Like, Kobe Bryant or, like, Michael or, or like, LeBron or KD or Steph, like... If you give them that window of opportunity in basketball, like, you know, you have that costly turnover, gives them that extra possession when they're down seven points with two minutes to go when you should have the game, but there is always that outside chance. You have that costly turnover early in the clock that allows Steph to dribble the ball up, pull up from three and make it a four-point game, and all of a sudden they're back in this thing. Yeah. Mahomes is the same kind of cat. Yeah. You give him a sliver, it's over. He's going to come back and get you. And he did. Because he's not going to make mistakes. Right. He literally has never thrown an interception in September. It's crazy. 35 and 0? Is that what it I is? Think, I think it's 32. I don't know if they were including today. It was 32. They threw up 32 touchdowns, zero interceptions. Yeah. I don't know if it was 29 coming today or 32. Regardless, he's not thrown a pick in September yet. And that right. Browns defense is good. Like, like I know they gave up 30. I know they scored 33 points, the Chiefs. But, like, it's the Chiefs. Well, that's also just... It's a testament, like you said. It's a testament to Pat Mahomes and his... Skill level, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. His caliber of player that he is, and their coaching. Andy Reid is an excellent adjuster as the game is going yeah. on the fly to change things up. And in the first half, the Browns' defensive scheme, their defensive game plan, really, really worked. Yeah, it really did. So, uh, I mean, hats off to them. Those those were just two great teams in the AFC going at it. Kansas City got the nod there. You know, it would have been awesome to see Baker make that that late game drive and get them back into it and win that game for them. But he's not quite there yet. And, you know, it's it's week one. So there's there's still time. And he didn't have Odell Beckham. No, um, he, he's it was good. He he's did. good. He was good, yeah. Colin Coward came on and started smack talking. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. Cream Hunt's good. Chubb had a... Chubb? Chubb Baker, fumbled. He did fumble, though. And he fumbled. Like, you can't... And, like, Baker's turnovers at the end of the game. Joku looks solid. Looks solid. Hooper, I mean, he didn't really do much, but like Anthony Schwartz got involved. Like, I mean, you needed Odell out there. Odell changed Jarvis the scored, game. Jarvis scored, yeah. I mean, Jarvis is great. I love Jarvis. I've always loved Jarvis Landry. We all have, and he's a fantastic player. But um, the Chiefs and the Bucks, to me, obviously are still the favorites, but I would say I was impressed by the Seahawks and the, Ram- and the Rams. Yeah. I would say if there's going to be a team that can – there are two teams that can take down – and I know I want you're you're gonna throw the maybe throw the Saints in there, but if they're and the Cardinals, we'll see. Steelers, obviously, can't count the Bills and the Packers out just yet. Yeah, and we I'm, still have to watch the Ravens and the Raiders play Monday yeah, night. Texans, I don't whatever. That's hilarious <laughs> though that they're the best team in the AFC South. They right put up, they scored thirty seven points. Yeah, here's the thing I'll say about that team. Well, Cooks is good. It's a lot of veteran guys who know how to play football, who have been professionals for quite some time. Good professionals. Yes, very good professionals. Terod Taylor is like a, the best backup you could possibly ever have. He's a great backup. 
And now they have Mark Ingram is technically a backup running back on their team. They have Philip like Lindsay. Philip Lindsay. David Johnson. Like Amendola off the Amendola caught a touchdown pass. I mean, just guys that know how to play football. Like, and Cooks is good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How old is he these days? He, is he 27? Like, what the he's hell? He's still very young. He easily could be he's a thousand. 27? Easily could be a thousand yard receiver this year. I wouldn't be surprised if he was. Is he like a bad guy? Like, what the hell is going on with this thing? You never hear anything about him, like, bad. Yeah. He's just like one of those guys that you don't necessarily need, but is still so valuable that he could kept get, be kept getting moved around from like capital, I guess. Yeah. He's been traded for like multiple first round picks, not at the same time, but over the course of his career, like different points. He's played for the Saints, the Pats, the Rams, and now the Texans. He's twenty seven. Yeah, I don't expect him to win the AFC South, but it's more just a testament to like the Jags being super young and them still having to figure out what their identity is. And head coach getting used to the NFL. Yeah. That's a thing. A lot of growing pains there. But this division looks pretty wide open. To me, this division, I, we'll see how the Titans bounce back, mm. of course. Um, but if they're not clearly the best team, then the Colts become the best team, right? And then this division becomes the worst division in football. Because the Cowboys are good. I'm, I'm t- I don't even need to talk about the NFC East. It's a better division. Okay. I like to me there's no it's not even a comparison at this point. Well, here's the here's the brass tacks of the situation. Titans get walloped at home in a game they at least should have been competitive in, minimum. Right. And now they go to week two where they play the Seahawks in Seattle. And I was gonna say, like I think I did say the two teams that can contend and either replace those two Super Bowl teams from last year, I think are the Rams and the Seahawks. Seahawks defensively were strong. Again, Wentz is coming back. New team. The Colts, I think, are one of the, the Colts lost to the Jags, the opener last year, and they make the playoffs. I think this is a Colts team. Like, if Wentz stays healthy, it's a major right. if they can kind of work things in and get to the playoffs again. I think it's very plausible and it's not outlandish. Yeah. Do I think it's going to happen? No. But could it? Yes. Seahawks team, though, took care of business. Russ looked excellent. That Rams game was. Over at a yeah. certain point. Over. Yeah, I'm I chalk the running ability of the Bears up to David Montgomery being a, a very talented football player and mm-hmm. kind of taking that step forward from year two to year three. Mm-hmm. Right. Um and their offensive line did get did get better. They've got better weapons. They've got guys on the outside that can move around. Mm-hmm. Komet is a really good tight end, so very. that opens up things for the run game as well. Mm-hmm. Fields will be the starter there, but I'm glad they didn't start him in this game. Donald was getting all over Dalton. He only had one sack, but like there's just so much pressure. And Ramsey is the best DB in football. I I just can't. Every time he he's lined up against a guy, yeah. they just don't do anything. They don't do anything. He's always making massive hits. He's physical. It's like Gilmore is like. Allen Robinson is one of the most consistently solid players in the NFL receiver. And he never doesn't show out. He's never not good for 70 yards and a touchdown. Like, he just gets it done, even with quarterbacks that haven't been great, even with Mitch. And when Chase Daniels was subbing in for him, like, he still got it done. It didn't even matter, but he just was, he was irrelevant this game. He was irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Because I just think that Ramsey's that good. Yeah. I'm not trying to, like, I know, like, I know Gilmore's great, and I know there's other guys, like, 
Ward made some really great plays today in Cleveland. I'm always impressed by him. There's other guys across the league, of course, but just like to have those two elite defenders on your team, it makes a huge, huge difference. He's the best. I mean, it's two 99 guys in Madden, and I know it's Madden, but like they are the best defensive players. And Stafford is a total game changer for them. He just is. He's just a better quarterback. And Goff's good. Like that Lions game was like he had him in there. He brought him back. The Niners defense is sound. But like, that their ability now to throw it over the top of you with their speed on the outside, with guys like Van Jefferson and Deshaun does. Jackson and Cup and Woods, the two go to guys, can do it too. Like they can hit you over the top for a forty to seventy yard touchdown, any drive. And to have that and then his ability to extend plays, to throw in, in tight windows to the tight ends. Higby is the guy there now. You know, I, I just think this this offense, like, things looked easy for Daryl Henderson Jr. They looked really easy for that guy. And, well, like, the offensive line is good. Very good. And the thing with, like, excuse me, the thing with the with Stafford to Goff, his arm is better. He's just right. physically a better quarterback. It's quicker. The release is way quicker. Physically better. And he's mentally better. Right. So you don't like I don't think I don't think like they were in a bad position with Goff. They were clear they were a playoff team with Goff. And they probably would have been a playoff team again with Jared Goff. But the issue is you you have everything right now to win. Right. You don't have time to sit there and like kind of like hope that Goff doesn't make a mental error here or like wait for Goff to mature as a quarterback. You have to go get that mature quarterback. Like Stafford is just older and more experienced than Goff. Has been in the league like six, seven yeah. years longer so than he's he has. just better too. And he, well, he's better the mental and the physical. The physical is better, and now the mental is by and large. Yeah, I mean, you looked at those, those guys on the Rams sideline; they're all beaming, like beaming, including their head coach. They're so excited that they get to play with this guy. I mean, and but, I don't blame them. Yeah, but Stafford's career is not like impactful. There's like a look. There's obviously everyone knows the stories of the Lions not giving him much help throughout right. his career. That's just not a great organization. You can't hide from it. But there's been seasons where Stafford, like, wasn't amazing. You know, there were seasons like, what, he threw 19 picks, 17 picks? Yeah. Like, but that was when he was 24, 25, like, young, like Jared Goff is. Like, if like Matt Stafford, like, if they were the same age, do they make that trade? No. They don't do that. They need a guy who's up there in age and is ready to win now. Goff is just not that. He's 26. He's not that quarterback. He's not as good as Mahomes or as Herbert. He's a guy that'll probably be a starting quarterback in the league for a number of years, maybe a number of teams, unfortunately. Like, he'd get bounced from the Lions next year. They could go and take somebody. They have the first pick. They could take Rattler or whoever. Whoever's deemed the guy. We'll have to see what happens in college football. Yeah. So who's your... I The NFC West, to me, is kind of an enigma. Because all four of those teams are good. Very good. But yeah. we knew that, though. We said that was the best division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the Niners are the worst team. Yeah, I don't think they are. But You think the Cardinals are? I don't know, but I can't outright say that the 49ers are the worst team. Because I think that before, like I said, that game ended up being a lot closer than it actually was. They they body bagged them. They swept the leg on them in the first. It was over, but they let like, them back in. Yeah, it's true. You let them. You let them back in. It's true. And the Cardinals, no doubt. No doubt. They left. There was no chance. There was never a point in the game where the Titans were like really in it. Right. It was over from like, yeah. it was over from the first couple possessions. I do, I do think like, like Sh- Shanahan is a, you know, he's going to try stuff. 
You get up. He's going to try, and he ran their third, their, who was their third string running back. He didn't have a choice. Mostert got hurt. Again. Yeah, but you Sermon's got, you got, you got, yeah, right. You couldn't, you didn't have Sermon. But they also, again, this is like things that have to be cleaned up. Kittle had a fumble. Debo had a fumble. fumble. Yeah. That can't happen. They didn't recover an onside kick. So there's three possessions right there. Yeah. Right. Yes. Very true. I mean, look, that's obviously all going to be cleaned up. I think that division's a juggernaut, and it's it'll be exciting to see how it plays out. The only issue is, I'll say, why the Bucks have the inside track. All those teams are so good that they're gonna they're gonna tear each other apart just enough where they're not gonna have to enough games won where it's still gonna probably go through Tampa Bay. And location matters with fans now. Yeah. Yeah, really cool to see fans back in the stadiums. Oh, I mean, that that's part of the reason why, this is something I forgot to bring up, but Baker, bear down. Are you going to try to go next week? You got the, you got the, I don't think so. The Cowboys are playing at SoFi against the Chargers. Yeah. Um, I actually, I won't be in town, so I won't be able to go. Yeah, sorry to cut you off. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but two minutes real, Baker, and now obviously he's got to go put his team on his back and win the game, but he can't hear anything because he's an arrowhead and it's loud as shit. <laughs> Arrowhead's like, horrible. Yeah. And that's horrible. when it makes a difference, right? Yeah, they take the early lead on them, but when it matters at the end, you can't hear anything. You you don't you don't get your OC in your ear where you can hear him clearly and you know exactly what play you're running. It's it's grip it and rip it. It's go time. And you don't have time to to think or weigh options. Like you just gotta know what you gotta do. And they didn't execute. But that the thing is, is like the Chiefs, they had lost that game. The Chiefs had lost that game. That's a loss at home. Yeah, against a good football team, but that's a loss at home. And that's why I was frustrated by the Patriots. Because, yeah, you know what, Mac looked good. There's a lot of positive to take away, but it's a loss at home against a division rival, and you have to win that game if you're good. If we're, look, if we're not contending for the playoffs, then we're not contending for the playoffs. But if we're contending for the playoffs, you got to win your games at home, especially in the division. Which, which the expectations are that you are contending for the playoffs. Exactly. Eagles, I'm excited to see what happens. If, her, if this is what Hurts is bringing to the table, I'm into it. Yeah, I'm very into it. Is there any? Is I mean, you can't really make a crazy overreaction. Um, how are you doing in fantasy, for people? Real quick. Pretty good. A lot of guys started with good days and then got hurt, unfortunately, or you have or hurt? were taken out for you know a couple of drives. Like Montgomery, I think was due for an even bigger day than he actually had, which was. Yeah. But of course, he missed almost the entire third quarter because of that hand injury. Jerry Judy uh, went down for me. He was being utilized in the way that we knew he could. He's great. As a possession receiver, he had like he was 6 for like 65 and they were driving and he was looking really great and he caught a pass and then he he fumbled it and uh he got hurt on the play. Turns out that it's a high ankle sprain, not a break and not anything torn, which is great, which is excellent. Um so I, I'm glad that it it wasn't as more, you know, any more severe than it already is. But that was tough to see him go down. And then, yeah, a lot of my other guys played well, but but they fumbled or, you know, they had a couple of errors here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we both share a team uh, with McCaffrey. He was he was very good. That team's great. We have Chubb, too. That was a great play. Like, I, I was very— Montgomery and Montgomery as well. That team's good. Yeah, that team's really good. Um, Thielen. Cup. A couple of my teams, the like my main guys, didn't— ball out I know I know. like I needed them to but the other guys supported so that made that makes me feel good when Devontae Adams and Stefan Diggs who I have both of them on the same team don't pop off but I get help from Keenan Allen who's my third receiver like I'm in a really good position 
and then and Tannehill doesn't play amazing, but Chris Carson does enough, and Montgomery plays really well. Like that helps. Yeah, my big five in my main my money my big money league my big five. Again, it's a keeper league, so like my big five is not the normal normal big five. It's not as good as what a normal big five would be, just because of what's available. Right. Dalvin, really good, but not exceptional. Right. Chris Carson, good, no scores. Right. Mike Evans, non-existent. Odell doesn't even play, and Josh Allen, not good. Yeah. Like I'm, look, I'm looking at the team going, okay. It just can't happen all in the same week. No, it happened all in the same week. I, yeah. Hunt was good. Right. He's my flex. Pittman was like disappointing. I was like really expecting a lot from him. It looks like Pascal is going to be like the guy, I guess. Right. I don't even have to evaluate He's that. He's just a high possession guy. Yeah, which stinks. He's but but you can figure him. that out on the waiver wire. I have Ingram on the bench. We'll see what happens. But now I'm in a position. The Odell injury hurt me on another team too. Yeah, it hurt me. hurt me. I played Deshaun Jackson. I had to play Robert Tanyan, who yeah. stunk. Right. Marcus Callie was like, I'm winning right now. I'm up by I'm up by like eight. Yeah. And he has Tyson Williams. It's like, what's going to happen here? We don't know. Yeah, this this Raiders-Ravens game is going to be really interesting. I'm down by 19 in another league. He's got Lamar. I have Ravens D and Ruggs. So unless Lamar throws three picks, Ravens D gets the special teams touchdown and Ruggs scores three, I'm toast. Wait, 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 say that again? I have Ruggs and the Ravens D down 19. Oh, oh, you're down with that situation. Yeah. You're probably not going to win. For sure. Unless, like you said, unless the Ravens D goes bananas. I didn't think the Cardinals D was going to go bananas, but they ended up with almost 20 points. They go 20 points, and but Lamar has to score like 10, and Ruggs also has to score like Yeah, it's, it's a weird predicament. It's a weird predicament. You, like, you, need, you need like 10 receptions from Ruggs in like 120 yards, but no touchdowns. Yeah. Which like Ruggs is more of the, you know, three for 110 and a touchdown guy. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Not a great situation to be in, but we'll see. I'm, look, my, my, what I'm really hoping for in that game is that Ruggs is used, and that way I could use him. Going forward. Which would be great. Yeah. Because, like, Lamb is valuable. Judy's valuable. Jefferson. All these other guys are valuable. Reagan's, Rager is now valuable. Like, they got to figure out how to use rugs. Yeah. Otherwise, you wasted that pick. On a, I on think over they guys know that, exactly how to use him. Go watch what Miami did with Jalen Waddle, and utilize him in the exact same way. And you can throw him downfield even more because, you know, Derek Carr should air him out every now and then because Waller can be the guy across. Or Renfro or Brian Edwards. Right. Or Drake now is a receiving back. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I think a lot of people were obviously really heavy on the Ravens, but everything that's happened to them with their injuries, of course, Dobbins and then Edwards and then Peters going down, like it's really it's really difficult because that's three guys on your roster that now you have to replace, Yeah. right? And like you're bringing in guys, yes. Have we seen Le'Veon Bell and Devonta Freeman be exciting players and very productive players? Yeah. Not on the Ravens, and not in the last two years. So I don't have high hopes for them to slot in and tear it up. Um, they can be contributors here and there. I don't even think Le'Veon Bell fits their offense, really. But No, not, not fast enough. Not at all, no. Uh, Latavius Murray, who they also signed, I actually think will we'll start to play that Gus Edwards role at a certain God, point. Is he playing tomorrow? I hope he is. I don't think he does. No way. No, I don't. I, I would. I think we're going to see a lot of Tyson Williams, unfortunately God, for you. dang it. Um... What if, you go, what if Tyson Williams goes for like 10 for 28? I'm chilling. Tyson Williams could have a bad game. It really just, I think the Raiders are like the biggest question mark 
that I have out of a lot of these teams that played I today. I do not have faith. You have you have zeroed a little faith. Not zero, but little. They were just such a weird team last year where in certain games they looked really, really good. They beat the Chiefs last year in a game. That I know. One, You're right. It was I mean, crazy. I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going on. And this AFC West division, I know we're talking about the NFC West. The AFC West is also very good. Well, can they round it out? If they win this game, then the AFC West is good. Yeah. In my mind. Because I still think the Ravens, they, the Ravens are good still. For sure. Without Marcus Peters, without Dobbins, major injuries. Yeah. But they're still good. I'm more concerned about the Peters loss than I am about Gus Edwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gus, yeah. I get the Gus Edwards is this, after losing Dobbins, is like already like a blow. Well, you've got Lamar back there. He still needs a guy, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I mean, need a guy. It's not Tyson Williams. <laughs> it might be. It might be. I know. Fuck, fuck. They like him. They yeah, like they him a lot. Like him. I, I just think we'll have to see the Broncos against other competition. Yeah. I think that the, the Giants are lost at sea, kind of. They just, they don't, they don't have a real identity. There were flashes of Daniel Jones looking good, hitting Galladay, hitting Slayton. Shepard. Shepard had, Shepard really, had a good really, game, really wearing game. number three now. Interesting. Barkley was terrible. It's terrible. It's non-existent. It's not ready. The offense line not ready, and the Broncos' defense is good. I'm sorry. It's not Saquon's fault. They should never have picked him. I'll say that forever, and everyone knows it at this point. Yeah, it's a bad pick. I just I think that it's shaping up like, like you said, if Jay, if Jalen can continue to perform at the level that he did against the Falcons, or even less than but he is able to make plays for his team and put points on the board. We'll see what the defense looks like. But right now, to me, the Giants are the worst team in the NFC East. They should have called the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, you've been you've been on this one for a while. But I'm right. You sign Kenny Galladay, you have Slayton, you have Shepard, and you pick Darius Toney? Take that first-round pick... And the one next year, and if you really have to, the one the year after that, probably not, though. Maybe a third or a fourth. And go get Aaron Rodgers from the Green Bay Packers and win that damn division. Because you know who's going to do it now? The football team. They'll do it next year for cheaper. Or someone's going to go get Jimmy Garoppolo. It certainly doesn't look like Aaron Rodgers wants to be playing in Green Bay. <laughs> no, it looks like he wants to be on the beach. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, Garoppolo looks great. He looks great. Trade value. Niners win-win again. Oh, Lynch is a good man. Yeah, their defense, their defense looked good in the first half. Looked back. Like, guys looked healthy, which was... Yeah, that's the case. The guys, are they healthier? Fred Warner's amazing. Bose right. is great. Like, are guys healthy or not? Like, I think Kinlaw will be good. Like, you know, it's, it's the kicker. Anything else you want to add? I'll let the fine people go. No. Uh, Novak Djokovic... Lost to Medvedev, so he. Did oh my not... God! What were we doing? We were even focusing. I watched it the entire time. I was on what? my phone. I was streaming it on my phone. Yeah, bastard! What's what is? Why do you do that? You don't like ping me? Like, hey, I come hit. Medvedev me. dominated. He beat him in three straight sets. That was, was so depressing. I blinked and it was over. Not not real. I mean, That's Novak so made a run in the last set. They they were like six four, six four, six four, six three, um, which is by tennis standards like. That's a sweep. That's a that's six a, four six. Yeah, yeah. That's you a beat him. Yeah, significantly beat him. Um, and Djokovic had a, a tough semifinal match, so that had a lot a lot to do with it. But um, reason why I bring it up is because what was on the line was if he had won, he would have gotten the Grand Slam, meaning that he wins all four majors. A year Grand Slam. He had yeah. A year Grand Slam, which hasn't happened since like sixty nine. 
No, it was, la- it was after that. It's like I'm pretty sure it's sixty nine. Okay, I thought it was like eighty six or something like that. Really? But I'll look it up. You yeah, gotta, yeah. Look, look it up. Maybe it was ninety six. Okay, could be. Either way, it's not something that happens very often. It was for sure didn't happen in the last twenty one years, and we'll figure out as Josh looks it up when it actually did happen. But this was the the fourth major that he had to win. The U.S. Open played in New York, and he lost in the finals. It also it was sixty nine. Fifty two. Jo- it was a fifty two year drought. Fifty two year drought. Josh is correct. And the real kicker is he would have won his twenty first major, which would have had he he at that point will have more majors than Federer in the doll. He's gonna get it. He will get it. I just, just think it would have been in I know, in dude. epic fashion for him to do it when he created been, a year Grand Slam and also becomes the all-time winner. And at that point, he secures himself, to, in my mind, as the greatest tennis player ever. Probably in everyone's. Yeah. It's kind of undeniable. And we know it's coming. It's just, it would have been really cool. Um, but Medvedev is a really great player. He's, it was one he's versus two. two. Yeah. yeah. He's so, like the next big thing. And then the, the, um, in the women's singles, the U.S. Open... I'll have to pull up. I want to go to her that. name, but she was she's eighteen. The girl oh, that won. Oh, Fernandez. Uh, no. Is her name Fernandez? Her name is Radu Canu. Um, wait, who's the other? Radu Canu. I'm not sure, but she's eighteen, which is like, it's crazy. People are sick. I mean, so I, I, the the Novak thing is like, I knew the 52 year thing because my father had said it on the phone. I should have prefaced with that. That's how I was so sure about it because he was alive for that. Now, <laughs> I didn't know off the top of my top of my head like that. The it's just I the overarching depressing thing of me is like like you and I were like and it's no one's fault, but like you and I were aware of that today, of like we could watch someone become the greatest in a single sport ever. And yeah, it's week one of the NFL, and like we spent the whole podcast obviously talking about it. Like it's what everyone's excited about. I just wish, and I know across the world people are stoked, but I wish America like. Just like buckle down for like five seconds and realize what was going on. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was also in the United States. I know, and it was played at four p.m. on a Sunday. I know. So we didn't deserve it. What are we doing? We don't deserve that. It should have been like the French Open that he was like. I know. I don't know that the calendar aligns like that. Which is the U.S. Open to the last one of the year. Exactly. But put it on. Put it on Monday or Tuesday. Put it on Tuesday when. Nothing else is going on. Oh, the U.S. Open blew it. You don't put it in week... You don't... That's on them, too. You don't match it week one of the NFL. I mean, I know it's a lot more... There's a lot more consideration that goes into it than just, like... You know, it's going to be on Sunday it's going to be Monday or Tuesday. Well, now I'm with with you on that point, though, now. It's the U.S. Open. It's in America. Figure it out. I mean, I would say 1 p.m. 1 p.m. our time, Pacific, is prime time on a Sunday to watch a major sporting event. Yes. However, when it's concurrent with the first week of the NFL season, that's no bueno. We know what people are going to watch. It's one of the week one of the NFL season could be the biggest week. I'm sure it is numbers wise. The metrics. I mean, it's I was I've been all off on my metrics this entire show, but I I I think that one's probably. But your perception's been solid. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was like, I was stoked. I woke up this morning and I set an alarm at an abysmal hour. In an inappropriate hour, and I was up. I had to pull over my car because I was not going to make it to our watching station at Nick's in time and make sure my lineup was good. I pulled over on the side of the road. Yeah, it's really interesting. Obviously, anyone who's listening um, 
in Central Time, Mountain Time, or Eastern Time, uh, our games start at 10 a.m. And they finish at 8 p.m., which is great because then we get to come and, you know. We had to explain to our friends who are on the mic. Yeah, yeah. I had to be like, hey, just so you want to watch football tomorrow? Like, yeah, 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 100%. Big football day. I'm like, all right, just so you know, you're going to, like, we want to sleep in. I'm like, you can't do both. Right. There's no sleeping in and doing football. No, not if you're, like, a fantasy person. Because the 10 a.m. games is when everyone's playing. It's an insanely stressful day. Yeah. So stressful. I got to be honest. Not super stressful. There's, there's it's a pretty sedentary day. There's going to be a world in which I retire from fantasy. There's going to become a world. I I was paying attention to it today as it was going on. The deeper into the season I get, some teams I will pay more attention to because my teams, you know, inevitably some of the teams will be better than the other ones and I'll probably start to pay more attention to them. Yeah. And I just, I felt good about how I watched it today because I really was paying attention to the games most importantly, not fantasy football. I will say my defense as well, I was way better than I usually am and I was, but I was conscious. I would literally say it loud to myself like, Put your phone down. I let it under my breath. I'm like, dude, watch. Yeah, yeah. I just can't do that because like it spoils it. Because it's it's always ahead. The thing about our phones is they're always ahead of whatever the stream is. I know. Is that After we're watching. I did, I had a reaction. I ruined it for every. I didn't mean to. I ruined it for everybody. But the Patriots fumble. Like we didn't get the fumble. Right. We didn't get that call reversed. I was like, I hit the window and I was like, like, oh, we don't get it. I was like, no, we don't get it. Yeah, and I should have not yeah. have done that. But like, whatever. Like I was pissed. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm at least I'm moving in the right direction of that, but it's a great point about Djokovic. I, oh, I forgot about that. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, and then we'll see uh, what happens with Ben Simmons. That's basically basketball news there. <laughs> he wants to get traded, so. For what? For what? Fans out there, drag both feet and bounce. So I'm going to full counter of the puck at the putt. It's because they're free and free throws. Why? Uh, because they are free, but also, before we go. Yeah. Um. We are sponsored by a couple of our dear friends. Oh, really? And just wanted to give them quick mention. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, we've got Bet Online. So yeah. if you're betting on sports, betonline.ag, go today, and you can put you know you can put props down, or you can put bets down for the Monday night game, for the Thursday night game, the Washington Football Team versus the New York Giants. Um, that's always really great. And then, you know, we actually do have another kind of fun sponsor that we're working with, Josh, and they're called Play Action Pools. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know anything about Play Action Pools? Are you competing? I thought I was. I yeah. I entered, and next, like, I can't find your name. Well, Believe, so Believe is putting on a pick'em, and basically it's 10 games each week from college and NFL. Yeah. And uh, if if you go to playactionpools.com and you type in believe in the search bar, you'll be able to find our contest, the Pick'em, and you'll be able to make picks each week. So out of those, we just take a, a you know a selection of the what we consider the ten best games. Yeah. And they're s- spread picks, so pulled from you know uh, various different places, cross referenced the lines, the the betting spreads for the game. And then you make the picks, right? So it could be if it's Washington football team versus the New York Giants this upcoming Thursday, you pick that the football team, uh, you know, they're minus four favorites and you like that. So you you take that, right? And then there's nine other considerations as well. So you make all those picks. And then at the end of the week, 
whoever is the outright winner who has the most correct picks will win uh, a pair of sunglasses and also a pair of shoes from DC Shoes. So, I mean, that's a great prize right there. And it's literally every single week. So you can go to playactionpools.com, um, participate in the Believe Pick'em, and, and join for this coming week. So go do that. It only saved six of my ten picks, which stinks. Yeah. But I went three of six. I missed in the Falcons. I missed in the Packers. Mm-hmm. And I missed in the Trojans. Helton can kick rocks. Yeah. But great sell. That. Crazy, uh, yeah, we didn't really talk about this. We'll talk about this again in our Horns Up podcast, but crazy upsets in college football. College football College football is back, though. College football is, they're doing well. well it's saved. exciting as ever, I think. It's great. I know, well you're, I know your Buckeyes lost, but like that, that's I'm big. not even mad about that. I'm mad about the Bama situation. I, they're too good. Too good. Well, they're playing Florida, ranked team pretty soon here. So. <laughs> we're going to smack them. Probably. Smack them. Um, but yes, outside of Bama, it's exciting. Yeah, and I hate more exciting than last year. That Oregon game was exciting. Very. That Buckeyes and kind of stuff. From the scope of college football, I'm, I'm very, I'm upset and I'm baffled by the Texas Longhorns losing. But I like that people are coming for us, and I like that people are coming for USC trying to make statements. Uh, that same Arkansas thing with team is better. Than same thing with Michigan. I like that Iowa and Iowa State played. And Iowa, you know, they beat a top 10 ranked Iowa State team in a massive rivalry game. Like, that's what we want out of college football. Like, that's why it's exciting. That's why we like it. Pitt, they beat Tennessee in the SEC. Like, people are making statements. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We'll get into it. I'm excited for that podcast. Yeah. We're going to try to keep it positive. Uh, Yeah, we actually love you. Hook them horns. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.